Welcome to Alice Call Podcast, y'all. It is with our deepest and sincerest um, support that the House Call Podcast, I am Rob, the founder of the House Call Podcast. I do have a group of people that are fully riding in support of DeMar Hamlin and his family and Bill's Mafia and Bill's, the Bill's organization. We offer all our support and all our love and and that Ham, the Hamlin family and all that all all parties that are affected by this get through this as quick as possible as well as that he pulls through this and that we just wanted to offer everything that to all that are affected by this right now canceled yesterday's episode for obvious reasons we we just we're not mentally equipped go dealing with the, the situation that have, have, was at hand going to start this episode i hope you enjoy the episode y'all as always we love and appreciate y'all you all we will always have him in our thoughts and prayers while he goes through this troubling time and that we hope he pray that he goes and recovers um but enjoy the episode y'all love y'all this is the house call we're gonna move into week 18 and uh the first game of that is the chiefs and the raiders so the Chiefs have activated McCole Hardman uh, off of IR, and the Raiders are coming off of yet another devastating loss. It just seems to be <laughs> their season this year. They're 6-10, and 10, and about five of the games they should have won if they'd done one thing right in the fourth quarter. And in this case, they were in control of most of the game and then made it to overtime and somehow blew it. So now they're going up against the 13-3 and three Chiefs, who are in contention for likely the one seed in the AFC as well as a Super Bowl contender. So what do y'all think? Do the Raiders pull something crazy off here? Fuck no. How many 10-point leads does this team have to fucking blow? How many times have I told you Raiders fans? I don't know how many times I have to do. Well, by the way, welcome back, Rob. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on a podcast episode fucking editing and running this brand. Anyways, I know y'all miss me. The Chiefs have won nine of the last ten games against the Raiders. Last time they won was, I mean, the last uh, last game was the closest game, uh, thirty to twenty nine in Week Five's matchup. The only problem is, during that matchup, Carr was the starting quarterback. He had nineteen for thirty, uh, two hundred forty one yards and two touchdowns. You don't have Carr no more. You got Jared Stidham, who who has done pretty damn well. How he went against in his last start, getting. Uh, over almost 400 yards passing. The only difference is now you also have, uh, you had a, a scenario where Jacobs went for 154 yards. Adams, uh, he went off for, uh, he had 124 yards and two touchdowns. I get it, Stidham went and went against the probably the best, if not the best defense in the NFL. But you're going against Patrick Mahomes. You're not going against Brock Purdy no more. This is going to be a game where I, I just, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. You, they won nine of the ta- last ten matchups, and as long as Josh McDaniels is the head coach for the Raiders, I will never pick them again. That's just my thoughts. No, I, I mean I, I agree with you on that one. Um, I mean, Josh McDaniels did actually. <laughs> what? I went to Josh McDaniels. That will you over? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, Stidham actually like for some reason balled out. But, I mean, it's kind of hard not to when you have so many weapons around you. I mean, you have, like, a you have a top five tight end. You have a top ten running back. You have a top three receiver. 
it's it's hard not to perform well when you have those kind of weapons around you. But this is obviously a whole different story. I mean, the Chiefs defense isn't, you know, remotely as good as San Fran's was, but you're also going against an offensive juggernaut, which is Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking the Chiefs on this, obviously. Great take. Well, he, that uh, makes three of us. <laughs> very, very controversial first game there. Okay, we're going to be moving on to the Titans and the Jaguars. Now, if you look at their record, 7-9 and nine and 8-8, eight and eight, this shouldn't be one of the most interesting games of the week, but it is one of the most interesting games of the week because they're in the AFC South. So this is the AFC South title game. The 7-9 and nine Titans, if they win... They are the AFC South winners, and they're in the playoffs. They're, they're the four seed. It's pretty crazy to think about. And they're going to be starting uh, Joshua Dobbs uh, for that game. <laughs> so Give so me the Jags always... by a fucking million. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look, I, if you don't – you have Derrick Henry, and that's it. You got, what, Trevor Lawrence? He's probably going to He's probably gonna do a head and shoulders commercial mid-game. I don't see that's gonna where be is where it's focused at as they win the division. I don't. I, I say I pick the Jags by fucking a million. It's hard to go against the Jags right now. I mean, they are on fire offensively. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I mean, you look at them, and for some fucking reason, Zay Jones is balling out. You have Trevor Lawrence balling out. I mean, Tennessee has nothing. They have literally nothing. The receivers are like a high school football team. Their old line doesn't know what they're doing. Derrick Henry, unfortunately, he just can't carry an offense and a defense. I, wow. I mean, watching that last game was painful, man. I <laughs> that was so painful. I'm like looking at Dobbs. I'm like, can you complete a pass? <laughs> this is fucking terrible to watch. I was like, do, why am I subjecting? I would have rather watch paint dry than watch that fucking game. Oh, my God. Yep, I also have the Jaguars. And it's it's kind of is amazing, amazing move for them to bring in Doug Peterson. And if they'd done this last year for Trevor Lawrence's rookie year, I know I'm a little higher on Trevor Lawrence than than or Rob is. Fucking high in general. <laughs> I never drank the Kool Aid. Okay, I, I but I just something. I'm a little bit higher on him, as in he has a lot of natural talent that was just completely wasted in the biggest train wreck of a season that I've ever seen. What happened with the Jaguars? That was a worse train wreck of a season than the the Browns. When they didn't win a single game, I would have rather been on that team than on the Jaguars last year. So now you actually have a good coach who's won a Super Bowl. And look at how quickly he's turned this team around, even just this season. Uh, because, yeah, maybe they do have a lot of talent. Maybe Zay Jones is a little bit underrated. I don't know. You know, <laughs> or, or they're in a division that has Jeff I mean, that Saturday. that is the worst division in the league, in my opinion. <laughs> you have Jeff Saturday, who has been yeah. historically fucking bad. And and that team isn't even at the bottom <laughs> at the bottom of the division. Bro, yeah. like he, he might you might as well put fucking Helen Keller at coach. And just like, or, or Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, all the blind people that you could possibly, that would have done a better job. How do you blow a fucking 30-30-point lead? Gee, I, I have not been here for a while. I got to bring that up. Okay. Pretty bad. I mean, he hasn't won a game since his first ever. Like, 
<laughs> First ever game as a head coach. Yes, it was. We thought he was going to be decent, but that fucking went right to the shitter. <laughs> However, if if both of these coaches are available, which is a big if because of the crazy owners that own the organizations, but if Jeff Saturday and Josh McDaniels are both available next year and I'm an organization... They will. They probably will be. I'd rather hire Saturday than McDaniels yeah. at this point. I, <laughs> at least he beat him in the head-to-head. <laughs> You're, it's the lesser of two fucking evils. I, I think Jeff Saturday just... I, look, I, I don't think he's a good coach, but also, like, look at the talent disparity. Josh McDaniels is just fucking shit. He's really just really shit. I don't know what the whole big thing is about people thinking he's such a great offensive coordinator. No, he rode the coattails of Tom Brady. But that's another I mean, topic I would, for another day. I wouldn't I would take Jeff Saturday as a coach, but if it was a position coach, not a head coach, a defensive coordinator, or an offensive coordinator. Yeah, like a fucking position O-line. coach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give, give him give him quarterbacks coach. Uh, no, maybe, definitely he can, not that. <laughs> maybe maybe he can remember some Tom Brady quotes and uh, use those. That might that might get him a little <laughs> bit of momentum. All right, moving on to the Buccaneers at the Falcons. This game had a chance to be meaningful, but the Buccaneers have actually turned it on as of late, if you can call it that. They've scraped out the wins that they needed and are eight and eight and have won the NFC South. Might even pull off a winning record going into the playoffs. So who do you have in this one? Tom Brady is 10 and over the Falcons in his career. He's thrown 27 touchdowns, three interceptions. He's averaged 323 yards against them. Mariota hasn't been with the team since December 4th. And an anonymous NFL agent has reported that he basically gave up on the team. Desmond Ritter is going against Goliath. This is David versus Goliath. And he hasn't had a fucking touchdown yet in his three games as a starter. I cannot see a fucking scenario where this guy... Brady has to basically have an ACL injury. And even I'd still pick the damn Bucks. Bucks by a fucking trillion. I mean, if it was Mariota starting, I would maybe I'd have still it a pick little bit Bucks. closer. A little bit. But, I mean, it's a shit show versus a lesser shit show. I'm taking the Bucks on this. <laughs> the one thing I'll say for the Falcons is the Bucks. uh they they make enough of enough mistakes and they do enough stupid things that yes the buccaneers are going to win but it might be 3 nothing in the fourth quarter <laughs> something like that <laughs> how the fuck does that happen and you know what just because they locked up the division i could see them losing this game some fucking hell but then again brady hates the falcons i think he hates the falcons or maybe he just like feels like that that's the ugly step cousin that just like he feels like he has to just be nice to him. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, now we're going to move on to, speaking of Brady, we're going to move on to the Patriots against the Bills. Oh, fuck me. Uh, I have some Patriot stats for y'all just to kind of remember how historic this defense has been. Uh, Patriots have had 50 sacks this season, which is the most ever under Belichick, and that was, of course, through 16 games. So that's, you know, people would say, oh, there's the extra extra game well this extra game is going to give them a chance to get even more uh and build on that record and you know i i had a couple others and i i cannot find them right now but uh marcus jones i wanted to give him a shout out 
Uh, we haven't yet mentioned this in the podcast. I don't think that he has a receiving touchdown, a punt return touchdown, and an interception return touchdown as a rookie. The only player to ever do those three things to score a 40-plus yard touchdown in each of those three ways was Deion Sanders. So Marcus Jones is in pretty elite company. Uh, and there's there's many other stats about the Patriots and their defense. It's been amazing. However, Patriots are going up against the Bills. When Tom Brady was the quarterback of the Patriots, they were 32-3 and against the Bills. That's shocking. 32-3. and The Bills could not win against Tom Brady. Since Brady has left, including the playoffs, the Patriots are 1-5 against the Bills. They've only won once. So with that being said, obviously also with the Bills going through a lot of turmoil right now, uh, emotionally, all of that, uh, what do y'all have for this game? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, The difference is that one game we won, we had three pass attempts. I Look... <sighs> As much as I would love to just be like, oh, the Patriots are going to win this, they're not. And they've lost four of the last five games against them with a point disparity of 129 to 75. In that stretch, the Bills have averaged 25.8. The Patriots have averaged 15 points. I, look, I get you were talking about how this, this defense is historic, but who have they beat? They beat Sam Ellinger, Mitch Trubisky, Zach Wilson twice. By the way, one of those games, Zach Wilson threw for like 350 fucking yards. Zach Wilson threw for 350 yards against that historic. I'm, I'm sorry for shitting on your stat, uh, Thomas, but like I got this, more. Th- let me let me pull. Some <laughs> you more might want to look up more because <laughs> let me pull them I don't up. think I do them. not think this defense is top ten. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna go as far as that. I just think that they've beaten up on bad quarterbacks. If it was a pass it, rush, then I would say it's top ten. But our run defense isn't the greatest, and our corners do get burnt pretty fucking often. And on yeah, they have on top four of that, defensive touchdowns, four consecutive games with a defensive touchdown. That's the most of any team since two thousand two. Uh, how many defensive touchdowns you, do they have this season? Keep digging. Bills by a fucking billion, and I and I'm saying that just because I just think that like the Bills are still competing for that number one seed with the Chiefs and the freaking Bengals, and I just don't see a realistic scenario where. It would literally have to be a fucking tornado. And we look at how Ramondre Stevenson has played as late. He's fumbled footballs. Uh, our wide receivers just look out of sync most of the time. Uh, Mac Jones just cannot. He's, he's either overthrowing, underthrowing, or just completely missing his assignment. He gets his first read, and then he doesn't really go off his first read. We throw too many fucking screens and throw too many times in the flat. There are too many scenarios where Tyquan Thornton completely beats his defender and Mac Jones just cannot get him the ball. I get it, that one game where Mac Jones basically gave it to one. But other than that, he's been pretty just, like, inaccurate. Um, I And he's had a really fucking bad year. So I can't – you're going against probably the top – one of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL and they're still competing for something. I, I don't see it. I don't see a shot. Here's another one. Patriots have seven defensive touchdowns and they have twelve rushing touchdowns. So they almost have as many defensive touchdowns. Okay, as they so do instead touchdowns. of a billion, it's... I'm gonna make it a million now. <laughs> it's a great defense. And it's McCordy's last year, and it's Slater's last year, and they somehow have a chance of making the playoffs. 
Bill Belichick is going to find a way. I'm giving him the greatest coach of all time. Uh, once in a while, you can so pull you're, something So off. you're picking the Bills. I mean, you're picking the Patriots. Patriots. Yep. Once God. in a while, you can pull something off. And he has... Look at his face. <laughs> Thomas, like, you got big balls, man. I'm saying that right now. I, I, I don't I'm know trying to I, gain I, some spots in the in the in the picks competition right now. You know, no, that, that's behind. not that's not spots. That's like a STD you're gonna get. That that you're, you're not. You have no shot. At, look, man. Like we gotta look at this. This if you had anybody else at offensive coordinator, I would give it that much more of a. What about uh, Jeff okay. Saturday? You don't, you don't Jeff need Saturday? a. <laughs> yes, fucking I would. Give me the lesser fat man. I look, man. I Matt Patricia, the, he runs a kindergarten offense, and there's too many times and not that it's like a third and three, and you're sending our guys 15 yards off the. There was actually last game, Tyquan Thornton's defender was 10 yards off of him, and it's like, why are you not taking advantage of that? Do some, make him come back to the to football. Why are we running such deep routes on short yardage to games when we need a first down? But yeah, I. I I don't want to have a fucking aneurysm on this shit. <laughs> we keep having I mean, six picks. Uh, you you um, don't need an offensive coordinator. You can win a game without. You need an a fucking thunderstorm. <laughs> the, the the Patriots have won games without doing anything on offense before. Yeah, three happened. pass attempts not, when it was a fucking tornado. Not just this year. <laughs> you run the ball, and <laughs> you get some good interceptions when you need them. Uh, <laughs> I just think that, look, you look at who's going to be guarding. Jonathan Jones has played really fucking good. He, he's actually had a, some really good stats. I'll bring it up right now against Tyreek Hill in his career. But I just think that you have Miles Bryant out there. He's coming off a birthday this week, so, you know. Happy birthday, 200 <laughs> yards on your fucking head. <laughs> Rob's going to send him a, a nice little car and it says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I swear to God. If I, I go to training camp next year and he's there, I'm going to be like, I will literally be like, I've got my car here. I will fucking Uber your ass to the airport. <laughs> Rob's going to make a sign saying, fuck Miles Bryant. I, I literally will have like a fucking bucket with ice and a fucking bottle of wine in the car. I'll be like, listen, man, five star service. Get your ass in the fucking car. Okay. And with that, we're going to go I didn't to even a, make my go to a word from our sponsors. Sundays are a ritual in my house. One important part of that routine is drinking liquid IV. I love staying hydrated, and liquid IV makes that so easy, especially when I have 12 hours of enjoying football ahead of me. There's so many delicious flavors. My personal favorite is passion fruit. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster than just water alone. Get 25% off and free shipping when you go to liquidiv.com and use code the underscore house underscore call underscore podcast at checkout. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com and remember to use the code the underscore house underscore call underscore podcast or click the link in the bio. Our next game is uh, another possibly mismatched game. We have the Vikings against the Bears. Do you want to give one statistic of note that Justin Jefferson has tied for the most seasons with 1,600 receiving yards in NFL history with Calvin Johnson, 
uh, well, with with five other players. However, it took them respectively nine, 11, 12, 12, and 13 seasons. It took Justin Jefferson three seasons. And both of the years, he was able to do this before they hit the 17th game. So I don't want to hear people giving that crap of, of oh, but but he, he uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't count. Well, he did that this last week. So all he's going to do in the 17th game is add to that statistic. So I wanted to give him note there. Uh, who do you all have for the Vikings and the Bears? I think it could be a close game. However, I the Vikings, they're still competing for the one seed. And I, I look, I'm going to just pick them because I don't, the Bears have just been a shitstorm of a team. <clears throat> what time is the game at? He's <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, is it one o'clock? Are we getting prime time? One second. I got it right here. Let's pull it up. The suspense. Uh, Kirk Cousins is shaking in his boots. The game is one o'clock. Whew. It's, it's, it's a one o'clock game. That's not going to change my prediction. I'm going to take, <laughs> take the Bears on this. I'm taking the Bears on this. Oh. Are you what? I'm taking the Bears on this. For one reason only. I don't think the Vikings defense can stop just Justin Fields running his fucking they head off. Stop like fucking anything. Chicken. They're giving up like 400 yards a game, but I think that I don't what the Bears are gonna do against oh. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin I mean, Cook, and all I of forgot. them. I mean, if they, Real if quick, they got shit stopped by Green Bay, which Green Bay in itself is. I mean, they're kind of turning their season around, but I mean, their offense is still a shit show. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna make one bold prediction. I'm gonna take the Bears on this, and I think it's gonna be one an bold prediction. Game. This is every fucking week with you, right. Jesus Shut Christ. The fuck up. So, <laughs> uh, this is turning into. Uh, we're gonna have to possibly make another edit, or possibly not. Maybe you'll stand by it. But it was also announced that Justin Fields won't be playing this week. Uh, I actually didn't look too deeply into the article. That's okay. Ethan's but... like bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> him making a bold take might get him. Actually, in I'm second. not. He's I'm not be... at the bottom. He's close to the bottom. It doesn't I've fuck. It's many. within the margin of error. I had a positive record. I'm turning it around. Yeah, turning around. I'm gonna get in sixth place now. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I just checked. It's it's uh, it's still the hip injury from the. Week 17 loss to the Lions. So, Ethan's, Ethan's prediction is going to be believing in Nathan Peterman. <laughs> How is Nathan Peterman oh my the God. backup <laughs> for the Bears? He didn't even start the season with the Bears. How is Nathan Peterman? <laughs> yeah, I'm changing my prediction. I'm going Vikings. <laughs> I, I didn't even know he was there. He was with the Raiders like two weeks ago. Ow. I didn't know he existed anymore, to be honest. How, yeah, how I'm, is this I'm going Vikings. Nathan Never Peterman? <laughs> He's like, um, you, you remember the, the advertisements that were, I'm Rob Lowe with cable, and I'm Rob Lowe with DirecTV. I feel like Nathan Peterman is Josh McCown with cable. No, motherfucker. <laughs> He's that one guy that you, you get a clothes hanger fucking aluminum foil, and you hold it outside and hope you don't get struck by lightning. That's him. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> All right, moving on to the Ravens and the Bengals, which is just announced will be at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, who do you have for this one? Look, it, it, it's going to be Bengals. Lamar had, 
as of the, this recording, January 4th, has not practiced per Jameson Hensley. Uh, the Bengals, they're competing with the, the Chiefs and the, the Bills for that number one seed, so they're going to do their best to win this game. I, I'm going to pick the Bengals. It's that, that quick and easy. If Lamar was playing, it'd be a different story, but he's not, so that doesn't matter. Bengals by about 30. <laughs> Same here. The Ravens, it's kind of like we were talking about with uh, Derrick Henry for the Titans. If you take Derrick Henry out, everything just falls apart, and it feels like Lamar is really that for the Bengals, and we're seeing a little bit of that this year. Uh, so they need him. They need him bad, and they need to pay him this offseason. All right, moving on to uh, a, an absolute epic battle of teams that would probably lose to the top 25 college teams. We have <laughs> the Texans in the race for the one seed and the Colts, who somehow aren't, but have uh, Sam Ellinger starting with Matt Ryan as a backup. By the way, okay, I, I know Matt Ryan isn't playing, and he probably will never start again in the NFL. And, you know, I have nothing against Matt Ryan. He, he was a great quarterback for a long time, but his time has come. I need to share this statistic. Matt Ryan has been the losing end of the biggest blown leads in international game history, regular season history, NFC championship game history, and Super Bowl history. Thank you. I just needed to share that. That's that's my last Matt Ryan comment (laughs) that maybe I'll ever have. But I wish him the best. I hope he has a very happy retirement. Uh, Who do y'all have in in? I got the Texans. I actually have the Texans. I look. The Texans have been close in a lot of games. They were close against the Eagles, and I can't remember all the other games. But they they have been in close games all season. It's not been that the teams. Well, the team is terrible. But then again, you look at the upside as side of spectrum you got sam ellinger and jeff saturday i'm gonna pick the texans i'm probably the only person on this damn podcast that picked them no i'm, I'm going texans as well well yeah there uh, you go i fucked up <laughs> yeah and it pains you, me. You, you said something too soon man um no i mean they knew i mean they nearly beat the fucking chiefs i think yeah, exactly. the chiefs beat them what was it by a field goal or something like that i i, I just they've been playing good and I know they don't have a lot, but I trust Lovey Smith. That beard of his, it's it's luscious, and I'm gonna go with him this week. <laughs> this motherfucker just like looking inside of a mirror. He's like, that guy's got a beard. <laughs> I'm gonna pick you just because you have a fucking beard. You're as jealous, can't grow one good as me. <laughs> I want to root for him so badly. Uh, I'm just I'm just gonna ask this real quick question. Does he remain the head coach of the Texans after this year? Was it another one of their you I mean, know, one you and look, done things? You look out there, what is there out there to, to go with? I mean, they're going to have probably the number. Bryce Young is going to be a Texan. If I were him, I would have committed another year. Because if you got the chance to be that. with the Texans, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I, who's out there? Sean Payton? He's not going to go there. He, well, the, no. I guess the Saints are looking for like a first rounder just for Sean Payton's rights. There's no way the it. Texans are giving that up. Yeah, Lovey's going to be the coach. Yeah. I don't, I don't see, I don't see a scenario where he isn't. I know that it was like a report that it, he was like, they're like trying to figure something out for the future of Lovey Smith, but it's like I feel like he's actually done something with nothing in a way. Mm-hmm. 
with these last couple of weeks. I would like to see minimum. him back, but I mean, in the other way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him over on, over, over with the Patriots. <laughs> fucking pick any fucking <laughs> offensive coordinator at this point. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to, and I, I'm, I'm with, I'm with you both with the Texans. So moving on to the Jets and the Dolphins. This does actually have some playoff implications for the Patriots as well. So if the Dolphins win, they're not necessarily in. They would need the Patriots to lose. If the Dolphins lose, the Patriots still have a very outside chance of making it in. It depends on the Steelers game. It depends on the Jaguars-Titans game. So there's definitely playoff implications here. The Jets have stated, and I quote, they're going to stick with Wilson through, quote, hell and high water. He's their guy. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> they are putting their eggs in that basket. Thank you, Jets. With Thank it. you, Jets. I appreciate so, you. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking, but that that's that's the Jets. So I guess they're seeing what they have for next year with Wilson. Uh, do you think that they pull it off against the Dolphins? I, I look. I was picking the Jets, no matter who the quarterback was. The Dolphins are now down to the third string quarterback and rookie Skylar Thompson. And they signed Mike Glennon to the practice squad. These Bridgewater dislocating his pinky and his throwing hand. His status is currently up in the air. Um, Mike White, I mean, he hasn't. He really didn't play good last last game. But you also went against Geno Smith, who's been on a fu tour to all the teams that he's ever played against, going three and zero against the Chargers, the Giants, and the Jets. Um, look, I, I had the Jets, and I, I don't. I, the reason why is just because that defense is just that damn good, and I just don't think the Dolphins are that that great. I really don't. I think that without Tua, even though he's played like shit, I just think that the Skylar Thompson, the it might be too bright for him, the spotlight. And I just think that, God forbid he goes down, you have Mike Glennon. Yeah, that's not a recipe for success. Whether it be Skylar Thompson or the neck himself, Mike Glennon, I, I can't realistically see them winning due to the fact it is Skylar Thompson and Mike and Mike Lennon, dude. It, you, that's not a recipe for success. Not I might, I might have to change some of my picks because Ethan's agree with too many of mine. <laughs> it's common sense, man. I mean, you look at it, as much as I don't want that little kid to get his ice cream, He's gonna have no, to get fuck your eyes, bro. Like, we actually mentioned last episode. Uh, it was it no, not me, but uh, they were they were saying that your your take on that kid not fuck you and you're not getting any ice cream. <laughs> I took it a little too far. No, <laughs> no, fuck it. Every time that kid doesn't get ice cream, I kind of get a little fucking giddy. <laughs> and on that note, we're moving on to the Panthers and Saints. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Uh, this is not too important in terms of playoff implications. One thing I'll say is Cameron Jordan has become the Saints' all-time sack leader. So there's that. But this game has no implications for the playoffs. Who, who do you all have? Give me Saints. I really don't have any reason to pick the Saints. I'm just going to pick them. Wow. I mean, that's some great reasoning, man. <laughs> 10 out of 10. What else? <laughs> they fucking both teams really have nothing to play for. They got eliminated. Yep, we're all in the same boat. Or are we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I, yeah, I definitely have to go change my picks. So it's so important. Uh, okay, so the Browns and the Steelers. The Browns 
uh, are out of playoff contention. The Steelers are in playoff contention. It's a bit of a long shot. Um, and Mike Tomlin's 14 winning season record is on the line. He has won. He's had a winning season in every one of his 14 seasons. And somehow this terrible Steelers team is eight and eight and can potentially get into the playoffs and can potentially get him his 15th consecutive winning season. I don't know how he does it. I, he made some kind of deal or something. So <laughs> Mr. Do the Steelers get it for him? Yes, they do. I, I look Deshaun. I'm not going to say your last name because I don't even give you the satisfaction of me saying your full name. Um, he has been terrible. D W. D W. Doesn't work because this is what it's it's been all season. Doesn't work. He's been look. Jacoby Brissett was playing better as a starting yeah. quarterback for the Browns, and they seemed a little bit more motivated to play for him as a quarterback. I look. I don't think he's a, he he kind of fell off and or maybe just being out of. NFL for like two years kind of is a recipe for disaster. And I kind of called it at way long ago that he was not going to do good. And look, he'll probably do good next year. But I'm going to say the Steelers do it. I say Mike Tomlin has another season where he gets a positive win and loss record. I'm going to go to the Browns on this one. Fuck off. I, I, I really am. Uh, as my, <laughs> Rob's probably jumping with glee right now because I'm yeah, not going to Yeah, it's like you went again. something that I didn't fucking pick for once. Well, it's not my fault you're ahead of me. <laughs> Where am I on uh, the leaderboard? I'm fucked now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go the Browns. Uh, and I, I can't believe you're the only one who saw this, but they were running a dual quarterback. I saw multiple times where Jacoby Brissett was actually in the game with Deshaun. It was a little, little weird, if you ask me, but I, I think... Nick Chubb is going to want to finish his season strong. I know he's been a little iffy the last few weeks. I think Nick Chubb's really just going to run his fucking head off. And I, I think he's going to be the recipe for success. And I think Mike Tomlin's going to have his first losing season. <clears throat> so the fans are currently commenting. They fucking I'm, hate them. I'm very... <laughs> I hate them too. <laughs> oh, I'm inclined to agree with everything you said, Ethan, but I'm just a little superstitious and... You know, if 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 I had to make this prediction for the last 14 years, I would have been right to say the Steelers get it. So I'm going to say it again. 15 years, Mike Tomlin, here we go. Proof's right. in the pudding and, and, and in Ethan's record. <laughs> so go ahead, go with the Steelers. Uh, moving <laughs> on to uh, another game with very little playoff implications. The Chargers, seeding's up for grabs, but they are, uh, they are in the playoffs already. They're going up against the Broncos, who are just an absolute embarrassment this year. Uh, who do you all have? Russell Wilson currently has more touchdowns in his bathrooms in his house. So that's that's just a stat out there that really is important. But I Barely. think that doesn't fucking matter because him and his team suck. Um, look, Justin Herbert's going to probably throw for four touchdowns and 350 yards. I, I'm picking the Chargers by a billion. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm... I'm... <laughs> I mean, what is what is what is Russell Wilson really gonna do? He's gonna do lunges and say Broncos country, let's ride again across the plane. He's gonna be doing fucking high knees in the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I, I, there's no way in hell 
the Broncos win. And if they do, I swear to God, I'll buy a Russell Wilson jersey. You know fucking, if they somehow win, freaking Jake is going to be flipping his shit because he... Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) He's been picking against them, like, all season. He's been wrong a couple of times. Ever since week one. We're holding you to that, Ethan. That Russell Wilson jersey. No, no, please. No, I'm broke. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, We have the Giants and the Eagles. Uh, who, who do y'all have for this one? Hurst is limited at practice per Ruben Frank. Sirianni said Hurst was close to playing against the Saints. Doesn't mean he is going to play against the Giants, so that's kind of up in the air. But when you look at the list, you got tackle Lane, jo- Lane Johnson with a groin injury. Cornerback Avante Maddox with a toe injury. Cornerback Zach McPherson with an illness. Defensive end John Sweat with a neck injury. All sat out practice today, Wednesday, January 4th. Um, I get it. They, they want to play this game. They, they want to lock up that one seed. But I really think that Jersey's going to go into this playoffs just to stay healthy. So I don't see – I don't envision Hurts playing. I don't envision a lot of people not playing. And I think they just want to get in because they have the talent to compete with anybody. I'm picking the Giants. Uh, for me, it solely depends on if Hurts is playing. If Hurts is playing, I'm going to take Philly. So that that's up in the air. That's, that's when I make my decision when the next practice comes out and – I see Jalen Hurts in at least two. If they're tackle, I don't know. Groin injuries this year have been like some like a poison to every single player. Like nobody plays through it. So I mean, they have a good O line either way, but a couple others have to you know have to play with Jalen for me to you know confidently pick them. All right, moving on to. The Cardinals and the 49ers. This is another situation. The 49ers are already in the playoffs. Uh, 12 and 4. Christian McCaffrey has just turned this team. It wasn't long ago that we were talking about the 49ers as kind of a yeah, middle of the pack. Maybe they'll make the playoffs. And then they've just they've just lit it up with Christian McCaffrey. The Going healthy Christian the McCaffrey uh, <laughs> really yeah. just turned everything around. Yeah. Yeah. So Oh, I'm sorry. What did you, what about him? I mean, just having Christian McCaffrey just honestly just set that entire offense to we're going to take this to a whole new fucking level. He really yeah. fucking did. Jesus. I, I'm not. I, no, no. So Kyler Murray's ACL injury, his surgery for that is was his success. I pray that he's healing up, whatever. But um, I, the 49ers are just on another fucking level right now. They're probably the best team in football other than, I think, maybe the Bengals and Chiefs. So I'm going to pick the 49ers, and I really don't think it matters who's at QB, who's at whatever. As long as you have Kyle Shanahan during the regular season and not in the playoffs, they're going to beat just about anybody, especially what they're doing right now. So I'm going to pick the 49ers. I mean, I think everyone's picking the 40. I think everyone across the board in the entire group is picking the 49ers. And if you do not, I swear to God, <laughs> you will be getting a hate message from me. <laughs> and and that's a rare thing that we all agree on one team. And it usually means that we're all wrong. So, <laughs> fuck, you're right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still picking the 49ers, but... I'm just saying that's happened like that's happened like three times a season. And when it's happened, I think all of us have been wrong. I think it was a the No, I can't remember which games it was, but yeah, all of us were wrong. So, but ever since, uh, 
DeAndre Hopkins cost Rob the playoffs, he's not going to pick him anymore. Oh, fuck mm. you, D-Hop. <laughs> <laughs> on another pleasant note, uh, we're going to be moving on to the Rams and the Seahawks. Now, this is an interesting game for playoff implications because the Seahawks are the only team in the playoff picture in the NFC that has not yet clinched. So the Lions and the Packers are still very much in that conversation. The Seahawks need to win, and they need the Packers to lose. So what what do you all have for this one? I'm going with the Seahawks. I, I don't see enough with the Rams to even have any confidence in that team. I don't give a shit what Baker's done since he's been a starting quarterback for them. I just think that, like, I, I, I trust more... I can't believe what I'm saying. It's Geno Smith just because of what he's done this season. And I get he's had a little bit of rush, rough stretch lately. I just think that, like, he's the comeback player of the year for one. And I just think that he's – there's no no way I think that the, the Rams win. Put in some note that, what was it, their starting, like, linebacker, like, just towards ACL. And he was, ha- he was having a pretty good year. I mean, he was really underrated. Yes, uh, Jordan Brooks. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he was he was definitely a key part of that defense, and it once again it solely depends on the injury report. For me, obviously, I I want a scenario where the Rams will win after they you know bent Russ backwards. It's just I don't realistically think Baker can turn that team around to the point where they he can beat the the Seahawks if he couldn't beat. You know, the Packers, I don't think he's going to beat the Seahawks by any fucking means. I agree. The Seahawks are a better team this year. And what Mayfield's done on such short turnaround, I'm still very impressed by. And I've been on the Mayfield wagon from day one. I mean, literally, everyone was saying that he was going to be drafted like 27th. And I said, no, if they're smart, they'll draft him number one. And if the Browns were smart, they would have stuck with him through his slump because he had a great start to his career. And even his second year was, it wasn't terrible. It was below average. It wasn't terrible. So instead of trying to develop him and grow him, they pretty much kicked him to the curb. And, you know, obviously he didn't do well with the Panthers and it's hard to expect him to do much having been with the Rams for such a short time. What I do think he has shown this year is that he at least has a chance to start for the Rams at quarterback at some point in his career if he sticks around with them because Matthew Stafford's been struggling. He's a little closer to retirement. Um, Mayfield has a chance to at least be a serviceable backup there, but I I agree with you both. The the Seahawks are going to win this game. Uh, Moving on to the Cowboys and the Commanders. So, <laughs> fuck you, <Ernest>. uh, <laughs> Ron Rivera hopefully is aware. We might have to tell him, but the commanders have been <laughs> eliminated from playoff contention. How do you not <laughs> know that? There's no. So we all thought. Wait, we could be co- we could be we eliminated. Thought, <laughs> we thought he was derp. He, yep. He's like, how do you not know that? But I guess <laughs> since Ron Rivera announced today, Sam Howell, rookie QB, will be starting the regular season finale. This is the funny part. Rivera noted that had the Camaros not got eliminated, Heineke he would have been the starting quarterback. So, God rest your soul, Ernesto. But he now knows that they're eliminated. So, there goes that. Um, I'm glad he really found out that. That was some... That's alarming. <laughs> that's that, that is so alarming. But I'm picking the Cowboys. 
He didn't that's even some, play like, it Urban off. Meyer shit when he, when he asked if Aaron Donald was, like, a Who's good that? player. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't think Sam Howell can, you know, make this team good against the Cowboys. If he somehow does, holy shit, I think Ernesto found his new fetish. Really? Dak, Dak is leading the league in interceptions, and he's played three less games than any other starting quarterback. There's that. I'm still picking the Cowboys. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> Partially despite fucking Ernesto. <laughs> All right, moving on to the last playoff, the last game of Week 18, and a very interesting one at that. You have the Lions against the Packers. The Lions have been kind of an underdog story this year. If they win, they also need the Seahawks to lose. If the Packers win, they are in the playoffs. I don't know how this Packers team pieced together just the right wins. It's not even a lot of wins. It's just the right wins when they needed them that somehow they could be in the playoffs this year. Uh, Who do y'all have? The Lions are 2-5 and in their last seven meetings against the Packers. But their last two meetings against the Packers, they have won. They're 2-0. Both extremely close games, 15-9 and 37-30 last season. Uh, Detroit... Yeah, Detroit is currently the eighth seed. Jeep, uh, Green Bay is the ninth. And somehow, you're, like you said, Green Bay won four games in a row. They beat up on some pretty bad teams, but they did enough to make where if they win this game against the Lions, they're in. I'm going to be that spoiler, though. I believe in this Lions team. I think that they have something to play for. I don't know if they get in or not, but I ha- they have something to play for for once in, like, God knows how many fucking years. And I'm saying Dan Campbell... Pull he he pulls something out of his ass and hands Aaron Rodgers the fuck you get the hell out of Green Bay goodbye this is our division for the future so I'm picking the I Lions. feel like the Detroit making the playoffs is like this Cinderella story which nobody would have predicted at the beginning of the fucking season I would love to see them make the playoffs but I. I just don't think that they're ready just yet for the playoffs. I think Green Bay is going to win this game. Unfortunately, I want to go. I want to go Detroit really badly. I really do, but it's so that means I'm right. <laughs> I want to go with Green Bay on this, and I feel like even if they, even if Detroit wins, they're going to get shit stomped in the playoffs. We all know this, mm-hmm. but if they don't make it, I think they're going to use this free agency, this draft, and they're going to be even better next year. That's scary. And you had Jameson Williams. He's going to be second year. ACL is not ACL is going to be a lot better. And then it's like, how the fuck do you stop that offense? Yeah. No, yeah. 100%. No, if I was an NFL free agent, I think the Lions would be a team that I would want to go One to. One of the top year. teams to go to right yeah. now. Yeah, 110%. And – I don't know what it is about Dan Campbell. It's just hard not to root for him. And I want him to cry happy tears for once. I'm sick of him crying (laughs) sad tears. Like, let's let's have people's kneecaps off. (laughs) Let's get him to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And a theme of this year has definitely been... uh, What the fuck? (laughs) It's been... (laughs) What the fuck? It's been that all season. (laughs) A lot of these perennial forces in the nfl russell wilson matt stafford matt ryan aaron Rodgers. 
I'm sorry, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, a lot of uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, a lot of them, these these big names, these players, these coaches that we've thought about at the top for just so long, a lot of them are finally slowing down. They're starting to summer bench, summer. So here's what I'm going to say about this. The old pick would be the Packers. And all year I've been picking the Packers at just the wrong time. And because because it's the Packers, they're supposed to win. They're a great team. Matt LaFleur oh, was fuck off. Was... They cost me so many fucking wins. <laughs> he was 39 and, and five in his first three seasons or whatever. You but actually brought up that statistic, old, too. That's the old NFL. I'm done with the old NFL. The new NFL of this year is why can't the Lions win a game? Why can't the Panthers upset somebody randomly? Why can't the Texans hold on against the Chiefs and almost beat them? You know, so, you know, why can't Josh McDaniels blow like five leads? And <laughs> no, he's done that. He's done that. <laughs> it's out with the old, it's in with the new, and the new is the Lions and it's Dan Campbell. So why not? Why not? Let's finish it off with, with, with an upset. Is that really an upset, though? Eh. <laughs> I feel like it go either way. It, so CBS Sports, just I just use this as the example because I use uh, I use the dome. Uh, I'm sorry, what am I saying? That that's the name of our group, but I, I do a pick'em league. It's called the dome, and uh, it it shows the percentages of of what most people pick. And if I if I scroll it down to the Packers. Uh, 79% of people are predicting that the Packers are going to win. So that's just yeah. gives you an idea. But that's, yeah, that's that's the old way of thinking. Yeah, the, you know? the fix is in. Everybody thinks that they, they want the Packers to get in. But also, like, I'm pretty sure, like, 90% of America that's not a Packers fan want the Detroit Lions to succeed because they've been uh, abysmal for who knows how fucking long. And will this be the last game that Aaron Rodgers plays in a Packers uniform? I don't think so, but no, could be. All right, and with that, that brings us to the end of our show. So thank you very much for tuning in. If you haven't already, please follow us on all the social medias. One that's especially very helpful for this podcast, if you go on Spotify, give us a five-star review. helps helps promote it. Uh, we're going to keep putting out content and, and keep uh, growing. And uh, we, we just thank you for being here in these early stages. And that is a house call podcast. So signing off. We should have probably just included that. Listen, guys, we might be on Tinder soon. Swipe left. Swipe left. I, I, I do Wait, that a swipe lot. Swipe right? Swipe right? Or is it swipe? Is it, I haven't been on Tinder. Don't swipe left. I think left. it's swipe right. So you were saying like, you know, we've never seen like a superstar kind of guy win it on his own, right? Like really good rounded teams or anything like that, like Jordan or anything like that. I, I couldn't help.